evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Prophet's Voice podcast. I am excited that you are here and you are listening to us. We've got a great chapter. We're in my book, Real Life, Real Time, Real Talk with a Very Real God. I am Elder Gwen Cohen, and I am sitting here in the studio of Ope Media Productions, Ope Media Productions, with my good friend and brother, Marcus Mooney. I consider him as much a great voice (laughs) as my own. And then, of course, as y'all know, got my... um, syrup on my pancakes, (laughs) hot sauce on my chicken, sitting right here with me in the presence of Elder Elliot Cohen. Come on, somebody. We're going to clap. I'm clapping. I'm clapping. I'm clapping. I am excited tonight because we are in chapter seven. Let me say this to you first and foremost, that you can reach out to us at www.thewebsite, www.theprophetsvoice.net, or you can reach out to us at info at theprophetsvoice.net. Dot net. So if you got any questions, concerns, any feedback, anything you want to say, uh, prayer request, we'll say that too. All yes, right. Yes. You can send those to us. And I promise you, both of us will make sure that your request is honored. Marcus, we're on chapter seven. Yes. I don't need breakthrough. I just need, need a break. A break. <laughs> I won't say that again. I don't need breakthrough. I just need a break. <laughs> That's good. That's good? Yes. Okay. I'm going to, like we always do, read the first part, and then you go, and we'll go from there, right? Sounds good. When you Google the word onslaught, the definition is a perfect explanation of this thought. I don't need breakthrough. I just need a break. Onslaught is defined as a fierce, vigorous, destructive attack or a large number of people or things that is difficult to cope with. Anybody dealing with onslaught? Yes. And for the record, that exact search revealed breakthrough as a sudden, dramatic, and important discovery or development or an instance of achieving success in a particular sphere of activity. I remember a season in my life when I was so overwhelmed, I couldn't think straight. Anybody Mm. been there? Yes. I know somebody out there is feeling that right now. Something emotionally negative, mentally difficult, financially debilitating, and spiritually draining happened every day. The saying, if it ain't one thing, it's always another, had presented itself in high definition 3D in my life. I know some of y'all are saying, Elder Gwen, you couldn't have possibly gone through all of this. (laughs) Truly, I have. Yes. Based on the earlier definition of onslaught, that is precisely what it felt like. A fierce, vigorous, destructive attack. I couldn't even discern what it was coming from. I didn't know what to do. I felt my sanity eroding little by little, situation by situation. I also felt like I really couldn't talk to anybody about it. I'm an elder, a church pillar, a woman of God. Y'all know how that is. Put a T on (laughs) it. Put a T on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To admit where I was was like admitting I had failed God and my faith walk was a sham. Marcus, go on. Let's... What's it say? Then to add insult to injury, it seemed all the people around me were being blessed, restored, Mm -hmm. renewed, Mm -hmm. and repositioned for greater. Mm -hmm. They had excellent praise reports. Yes, they did. Healings, revivals, opportunities, and financial blessings were declared and shared everywhere Everywhere. I went. Everybody I encountered was experiencing breakthroughs on an 
unprecedented level. Mm, mm, mm. Wherever I went, whether it was a Bible study, conference, retreat, or service, somebody was talking about how a breakthrough was coming to your house. <laughs> right. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. I was asked to speak on breakthrough, teach on breakthrough, and preach breakthrough. Yes. My goodness, mm-hmm, my goodness, mm-hmm. my goodness. But for me... <laughs> Tell it now. Every day. Every day. And I mean, every day there was more unwelcome news. There was another inconvenient situation I had to deal with. There was another difficult circumstance I had to face. I was tithing and feeling like I was losing more than I was gaining. Anybody felt that way? I have felt that way. I was sowing seed and all I could see was dry ground, dust, and tumbleweeds. For you West people who love Westerns out there, want to give you that picture. (laughs) I was committing more time to prayer and fasting only to stumble over my words and be hungry. Mm. No, hangry. Angry and hungry. (laughs) Angry and hungry at the same time. I got to a place where I wasn't concerned about breakthrough. I just needed a break. I didn't want to hear about praise reports, happy news, blessings, and favorable testimonies. (laughs) I just needed a break. break. I got to say this one. I didn't want to look down my row and tell my neighbor anything. (laughs) I just wanted, needed a break. Uh Uh-huh. My shout was, my shout or praise wasn't a yet praise. Mm. It was a let Let praise. praise. Please, God, (laughs) let me get a win. Come on, God. Let me have one good thing happen in my life. God, can't you at least let me look like I believe all this faith stuff I believe? Mm. If I hear somebody else tell me how good God is, I just might strangle them. Now, I hope that doesn't offend somebody out there. I'm sure there's some super religious people that think, you know, that I just said the worst thing I could possibly (laughs) say. I didn't need breakthrough. I just needed a break. Come on, Marcus, weigh in for me. That's right. You know, it's it's one of those things where you're constantly going and going and Mm -hmm. you're doing and Mm -hmm. doing, especially when you feel like you're doing all the right things and all the wrong things seem to be going on. Mm -hmm. But then you you look around and other people don't seem to be going as hard as you, but they seem like the windows of heaven is pouring out blessing after blessing after blessing. Come on. You know, but we have to remember, we can't see everything that God sees. That's right. That's right. You know, our vision is so limited. Oh, my goodness. And we are so quick to get in our feelings about things. If we just be real and honest about it. In our feelings. We get in our feelings. In my feelings is not a kingdom term. I need to let you all know that it's not part of the kingdom vocabulary. (laughs) In my feelings does not work in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to mess with some of y'all because I'm going to tell you that some of the things that have happened to you, whether they have been lost, whether they've been abuse, you need to know that God's not up in heaven. Ah, hear me now. Some of y'all might turn me off going, oh, I feel so sorry for Marcus. I feel so sorry for Elliot. I feel so sorry about for Gwen because they're going through that. No, God will put you through what he needs to put you That's through right. because it's for his glory and the benefit of the kingdom. That's and right. somebody out there needs to hear from you and they have to hear from you from the experience, not from you just talking to talk and giving oh, a bunch of cliches. You're saying they got down. to know that you had the experience. That's right. That's right. And you gotta have some want to about you. Um as Say I, that as again, I, you, you gotta have some want to about you. Yeah. You know, as I was reading this, you know, I like I say, I always always, you know, refer back to being a sports guy because it's just just how I am. I love sports, particularly certain sports and basketball is one of those. Mm-hmm. And as I was thinking on this, you know, it gave it, you know, it gave me the analogy. Think about a, a basketball player. Now, for those that don't know the sport like that, um, if you're coaching and you have a player that's on the floor that's tired and want a break, 
they they acknowledge you they 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 acknowledge they need a break by raising their hand. That's what they do. They they had they throw their hand up, look over to the sideline, so that coach knows. Okay, you want to come out the game because you're tired, mm-hmm. right? All right, so think about this though. Think about a player that every time they go in the game, they've been there for about three or five minutes. They throwing a hand up. <laughs> every time you turn around, throwing yeah. a hand up. Then one day they look over at the coach and they complain. The coach said, "Coach, uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm looking at the stat sheets." And I'm not scoring any points. I need to score more points. Now, mm. imagine how that coach is feeling at that time, kind of looking at him crazy like, well, it's kind of impossible to score points if you're on the bench mm. sitting beside me. Mm. You want to score more points, you got to stay in the game. Mm. We want, once again, those, those rewards that we look for or those things, that those blessings that we think we see others, you know, uh, experiencing. But we got to realize that you can't be the one to quickly say, well, God, I, I'm done with this. I don't want this anymore. It's like, no, if you want to get to the ultimate end goal mm-hmm, of what mm-hmm. God has planned for your life, you got to stay in the game. It may not be going the way you want it to go. You wow. may not be doing it the way you want to do it. Mm. And it may be tough. Yeah. You may be out of breath sometimes. Right. But you cannot score if you're not in the game. And you won't always like the plays the coach calls. You won't. Or the or the or the penalties the referee calls. You definitely won't. But you gotta stay in the you game. You gotta stay in the game. Uh, I didn't want to do that. Mm-mm. I needed. I didn't need breakthrough. I needed a break. <laughs> I, I needed a break. Okay. I'm gonna tell you this. Um. Uh. Now I want to say this because we're real talk. It says if you're looking for me to tell you how amazing my ultimate breakthrough was, don't. No. Because it didn't happen that way. <laughs> I need y'all to know there was no money that dropped out of heaven. I don't care how many times I jumped up and snatched it down. I don't care how many times I spun around and I did (laughs) and I did, but I still was dealing with this onslaught. I still Mm -hmm. was dealing with life. That's right. And life was dealing with me. Oh my goodness. And I got to the point where I, I didn't, I didn't care about breakthrough. I just needed a break. Just give me a break. Mm -hmm. Let me go one day without something crazy happening. Let me go one hour without hearing some foolishness. Mm -hmm. Let me go one one moment. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just with some peace and quiet. And at the time, that wasn't happening. Now, I need to say this to our listeners. Some of that some of that is your own mind. And that's what I had to realize because I was in my own head about what was happening. The other thing is you have to recognize what things are in your control and what things are not. That's good. And there are some things that are in your control. Handle them. Handle them. Handle them godly. That's right. Handle them effectively. That's right. Handle them in a way that they're a blessing to you and a blessing to someone else. Yes. But the things that are out of your control, they're out of your control. You got to give it to God. And you got to, you got to what? Let go. That's let right. God. That's right. You got to get to a place where you say, Lord, this is out of my control. That's right. But I expect a God to handle it. I expect oh, yeah. my God to handle it. I oh, expect yeah. a blessing out of it. But for me at that moment, I didn't really want breakthrough. I didn't want to. And I think part of it was I was hearing so much about what everybody else was having. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, and it's funny because you know how people will test a lie <laughs> all, all day. All day. You know, I didn't realize later that some of the people would testify and they were going through onslaught like I was. Exactly. But they felt like it was better to testify and tell everybody everything was okay. That's right. Rather than to just, just tell the truth. Me, on the other hand, look, I'm not trying to fake this. Okay. Wow. And I remember there were moments when the whole church seemed to be up and praising God. And I'm sitting there looking because 
I don't feel like praising right now. Wow. Because what I'm dealing with is so painful that I, I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like praising. Wow. I don't need breakthrough. I don't need to tear up a pew. I just need a break, God. That's so good. I just need a break so from good. all of this stuff that's coming at me. Um, now, what I didn't do was I didn't sit there and really discern what was mine. <laughs> Come on, y'all. What was coming at me that was my fault. That's right. Right. That's right. It was all mixed together. That's right. And guess what? I was blaming God for it. Yes. And so there was a part of me, of course, like all of us that envied the people that seemed to be getting blessings and everything because it just seemed like it, it was the same persons all the time. You know, mm, that's so and I'm good. thinking, Lord, well, if they getting all of it, ain't going to be none left for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, hey, y'all, I hope that you understand what I'm saying mm -hmm. and see it for what it really is. Yes. I was in my head. These are the things that I was thinking is real talk. It's right. Real Marcus? talk. Real, it's talk. real talk. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. Um, I can remember a time where I was afraid to talk to the coach about going into the game because I didn't know the play, but I didn't want to admit that I didn't know the play. I wow. didn't know how to do the play. Wow. And there was an upperclassman that, you know, knew the play, quote unquote, because you talked about testing line. That's what that's what <laughs> brought this about. So I'm thinking, well, you know, I don't want to go to the coach and say I don't know the play because then he's really not going to play because this guy knows the play. But lo and behold, as time went on, we all discovered, including the coach, that this joker didn't really know the play. <laughs> Neither did you didn't know it. I didn't, didn't know, know it. Either. He didn't know it. So by the time it was discovered, realized, okay, man, had I just been honest with the coach about mm, where I was, come on, Marcus, then he could have taught me, and I could have been ready to go in when he realized that just Joker didn't even know what he said he knew. Mm. But I had to be in the proper place, and I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so, so you know, sitting there and getting mad about this whole scenario when God is like, man, if you just do. If you just do what you're supposed to and then recognize where what was the term you self-imposed oh it was so good from one of the earlier oh chapters. you're talking about um self it was something like self-diminished limited capacity oh my I'll gosh it was it. so good it was I'll so good find it. but yeah. but but basically you know just holding yourself back because of you know it's like a self-sabotage almost you mm -hmm. know and mm -hmm. and uh, and I was dealing with that so much at the time Self-imposed diminished ability. There it is. There it is. Self-imposed self diminished ability. ability. That's it. You know, sitting on the bench with all that self-imposed diminished <laughs> ability. And you said something very profound. You said, if I'd just been honest with the coach. Just been honest. And I had, re I, 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 my, I believe that is important for us. That's why we're doing Real Talk. That's why I wrote Real Talk is that I wanted people to know, yeah, you have to be honest with God. That's right. Just be honest. Just be honest. It, and now, it doesn't necessarily mean everything's going to change overnight. No. But doesn't he really know how you feel anyway? Exactly. What are you hiding? What are you hiding? I mean, we have this tendency to treat God as if he's like us. But now <laughs> oh, he's my. omnipotent. He's omnipresent. <sighs> he's all-knowing, omniscient. He's all-powerful. So that means then that he knows it. That's right. He knows it. He knows how you're going to feel. I think I referred to this before. Psalm 139. We talk about, oh, David says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> but if you go further down, I think around 15 or 16, he says something to the fact all the days of my life mm -hmm. were written in your book before mm. I even knew that. That's right. So before we even felt this way, before I even said 
I don't need breakthrough. I need a break. God already knew I was going to say it. That's right. He already knew how I was going to feel. He already knew what I would be going through. That is so and good. And what my thought process would be. Yes. He already knew that. And so I need to let y'all know, hey, uh, you're not pulling the wool over God's eyes. Not at all. You're pulling the wool over your eyes. That's right. And maybe other people's eyes. But this is real talk. I didn't need breakthrough. I didn't want to hear about breakthrough because I got tired of hearing about, honestly, other people having breakthrough. That's right. And me feeling like I was struggling just to take one step, one foot in front of the other, struggling to live. Yes. Struggling to wake up in the morning, struggling not to be suicidal. That's so good. Struggling to just be able to articulate a good morning. Wow. And so... I want you to know, but I want to. I, I want us to shift a little bit, but I want us to understand what was really happening. Yes. And this is what was happening. And so, like I said, if you were looking for me to tell you how amazing my ultimate breakthrough was, don't. It didn't happen that way. I love this part, though, that the Lord gave. What I was asking for was exactly what I needed. I didn't realize it. Wow. wow. What an amazing God. The word break, same Google research, is defined as an interruption of continuity or uniformity. And that's precisely what I needed. Yes. Marcus, read on for us. I got you. I saw breakthrough as a tangible material. Yes. Physical response from God. But God said, I need you to break away. Mm. Breakthrough from what your thought process or from your thought process. I was declaring precisely what the Holy Spirit needed me to say. I did need a break. I needed an interruption in my spiritual understanding. He needed me to understand conformity and uniformity are not what he had me for. He needed me to see a breakthrough, not as a financial blessing, a house, a car, or a physical need. The breakthrough did come to me, but it was a break from my natural assessment of who God is. I broke through into a spiritual realm of extraordinary, astonishing faith and finally recognized whether it's onslaught or breakthrough, he was still God. He had not left me. He had not forgotten me. He had not forsaken me. And as long as as I have him, breaks and breakthroughs are always possible. That is so great. And I, I got just got to step right on in with that because that's just that's preaching right there. I'm right telling there. You, it's preaching. You said something earlier, too. We cannot put God in our little box mm -hmm. and we do it so much, mm -hmm. but we don't know how much of a limitation we put on him when we do that. Mm -hmm. We have to allow him to give us the break and the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. We have to open ourselves up to his will and his way and truly trust him mm -hmm. beyond what we see and mm -hmm. beyond uh, what things feel like. Um, Philippians 2 and 5, my, my order of reasoning became this. Once I got to a certain place to where I started to learn to trust God, mm -hmm. this became my order of reasoning. It's mind over matter, spirit over mind, God over spirit. God governs the spirit which governs the mind, which governs 
the matter. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Before I got to this place, the matter had me all over the place. All over the place. Matter will want it now. Had my mind messed up. Yeah. Everything else. Everything. Had me doubting God because I had put God in a box according to my understanding and my feelings. Mm -hmm. So his limitations was my limitations. Mm -hmm. That doesn't even make sense. And you needed a break from that thought process. I needed a break from that thought process. Yes. And he allowed me to see him clearly and Mm -hmm. more clearly and to understand, okay, once I deal with your mind, mm-hmm. now I can start dealing with everything else because now you put things in the proper order mm-hmm. because now I'm in my proper place mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. It's It was. I don't need breakthrough. I need a break. And what God was saying, you're right. You do need a break. You need a break from this way of thinking yes. that, that focuses on what I can give you rather than who I am. Ooh, that's so good. Good okay. grace. That's you need a break from the thought process that I'm a cosmic Santa Claus. <laughs> and that I love you just that. give me a list. I checking it <laughs> once and checking, checking it, it twice and trying to find out whether you naughty or nice. And you know you've been more naughty than that. You know you've been more naughty. Right. Right. And then I'm gonna give you this. Oh, that's so you good. have to stop. You need a break from treating me as a God in your limited yeah. understanding. Gotta you clap. You needed on a break. Yes from treating me as if you could demand from me what you wanted Mm. rather than demand from me what you needed. My goodness. And so I was asking for the very thing that I needed. Yes. Not realizing it was the thing that I needed. You know, that's why it say, seek me first. Mm -hmm. You say, before son, listen, daughter, listen, before you demand, you must first understand. Mm -hmm. I need to bring you to a level of Mm -hmm. understanding. Mm -hmm. You need to understand yourself better. Right. You need to understand your circumstances Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, you need to understand or have a better understanding of who I am and how I operate. Mm -hmm. Then you can start demanding because you understand how this thing works. How this thing works. And you know what to ask for. A lot of times, it's not the fact that we don't pray is that we don't know what and how to ask God for certain things. That's right, that's right. Because we're all outside of his will. But once we start to really understand how to break certain thought processes and how to break certain cycles in our life, then my goodness, Mm -hmm. wow, wow, wow. You said something powerful. It's not knowing what to ask for. Um, If you go to my website, www.theprophetsvoice.net, there is a uh, class that I do for a period of a year one night, one day out of the uh, week for a whole year called Change Your Language, Change Your Life. And what what happens in that space is understanding that there's only, the universe doesn't understand. The reason we're not receiving what we should be receiving is because the universe, this, this cosmic space that God created for us only understands what God said. That's right. And then when he gave us the ability to speak what he said, we now recognize that what the enemy did was change our language. That's it. And so in order for us to change our life, we have to change our language. Yes. So we went from God said to did God say. Ooh, we love that. We were just talking about that too. That's good. We went, we went from, uh, um, I know God, Mm -hmm. I know God created the heavens and the earth. I know God told me not to do this to, did God really tell you to do that? Mm -hmm. Not to do that. Mm -hmm. And so the language of the universe is that's good and let there be. 
Yes. You know what? And, and I got to speak to the Adams yes. real quick. Yes. You know, we went from uh, this, this one right here. God needs a special name to uh, this woman you gave me. Right, 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 <laughs> you know, right. How quickly we flipped that how thing quick, around. Y'all flipped that, didn't you? Didn't y'all flip that? <laughs> and I must say to our, uh, uh, to our friends out there still flipping it <laughs> oh, and that's blaming so good. it on us. But that's it's so okay. Good. But it's, it's okay. Because okay. okay. all of us have to give an account. That's right. It's okay. We got to get it it's right. It's okay. We got to get it right. <laughs> so I needed a break from the thinking that I preach he who the sun sets free is free indeed, but I keep people in bondage. Ooh, good gracious. Um, that Another I preach clap. there is no male, female, Jew, or Greek, but I use the same text to keep people in bondage. Wow. And so he had to break me away from the thinking that bound me to a particular dogma mm-hmm. rather than to the kingdom. That's good. That's good. And so when I, I it's funny because I remember when I was saying, I don't need breakthrough, I need break. He was going, yeah, you need a break. <laughs> okay, God, thank you. And then nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I thought you said I needed a break. You do. You need to break away from the world and spend time wow. learning me. You need wow. to break away from these thoughts of, uh, um, of pseudo-religious traditionalism mm. and ritual. And come closer to me. My goodness. See, because if I were in my moment where the onslaught was happening, if I were seeking his presence, I would have experienced fullness of joy. That's so good. In the middle of the onslaught. That's so good. But instead, I was responding to the onslaught rather than responding to the God I serve. You know what I I I have here? As long as I keep God in his proper place my mind ends up getting right in the process no matter what. I want you to, to because I know there are probably some listeners going, what does he mean by in the proper place? Because when mm-hmm. we think of in the proper place, we think of stay in your place. Right. That's not what Marcus no, is saying. No, so no, I want no. you to just kind of expand on that a little bit. Once again, as, as the Bible tells us, seeking him first. Mm-hmm. So he should be first place mm. in our lives. That's good. That's Everything good should revolve around him. Mm, but that's good. We, we often find ourselves the opposite, right? Everything revolves around us and then we're pulling him into our equation. Uh, that's it. That's you good. Know? You're right. That's you know? right. But no, it has to start with him because if we be honest with ourselves, we wanted to finish with him, correct? Mm, that's right. We do. Right. Don't we want to finish we with him? We want to finish yes. with him because yes. otherwise we know what the alternative is. So, you know, but we have to understand you, you, as the old saying goes, you literally do how you start is how you finish, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, it's not that because you've had, you know, bad circumstances or maybe you missed God or maybe you didn't know God or maybe you just had a bad upbringing or maybe mm-hmm, you was mm-hmm, whatever, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We're not saying that because that was your start. Your finish has to be bad. No, you have to start. Right, though. Somewhere in mm-hmm. the midst of that. You have to do a restart. You got to do a restart. That's, That's right. right. And then reboot. once you reboot and yeah. restart and start in the right place, because right. you're talking to a person or or you're, you're for the listeners, you're listening to a person who was actually saved, but wasn't right. Mm, that's good. I wasn't right. And that's so right. when I finally realized and God allowed me to see myself and I actually saw what he was showing me, then I was like, OK, well, I need to get right. 
<laughs> so I had a, a restart after a restart, <laughs> you know, but now it's like, OK, God, now I have to keep you in your proper place. You have to be first. I have to seek you first. Do I get it right all the time? Still no. But my mind now, at least, mm -hmm. is in the right place concerning God. I hear you. Um, I was thinking about the song. Was it get right with God and do it now? The old hymn, get right with God and he will show you how. Yeah. Right down at the cross where Jesus shed his blood. Get right with God. Get right. Get right with God. Yeah. I thought about that. And then the one thing, other thing that you were, you, you talked about was recognizing that while I was saved, I wasn't right mm. because this there's a process in this. That's right. That we have to and we have to acknowledge. That, and that's what's so awesome about it. We we miss the fact that when Jesus died, sin was eradicated. That's right. It doesn't mean that we wouldn't do it, but it meant that the covering for it was available. That's right. And so we have to be, we have to recognize, even in this moment where I want, I, I wanted everything to stop. Life was coming at me. My mind was coming at me. Uh, uh, I felt people were coming at me. Mm -hmm. Everything was coming at me. I did not make the focus, as you said, the right thing. I was so focused on what was coming at me when he, in fact, he said, yeah, I know you need a break. You do. You need a break. You need a break from focusing on what's coming at you and focus on me. That's right. That's the kind of break that I needed. That's so good. I needed a break from, from this, from pretending to be saved mm. to actually being a kingdom citizen. That sounds so good to me right there. Okay. I love it. I love I it. I needed a break from unforgiveness. Somebody on the line, I, I know. Yes. I just feel you, you, you're asking God for, a break. You don't want breakthrough. You want a break. God is saying you need a break from unforgiveness. That's so good. A break. You need a break from unforgiveness and move to forgiveness. That's so good. And I when you it. do that, no matter what's coming at you, it's settled. <laughs> and your perception of what coming at you is very different. Your I'm excited. Right. I'm excited, Marcus. I, I, you know, I realized when you read this part, um, the breakthrough did come to me, but it was a break from my natural assessment, natural assessment of who God is. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to break through into this realm and dimension of faith unlike any other. And it didn't matter what the onslaught was. It didn't matter that I felt like other people were being blessed and other people mm -hmm. were being elevated. Other people were having all these great things happen. It didn't matter wherever I was because I broke away from this a worldly thought process that I'm trying to put into a spiritual cup. Ooh, I like that. That it didn't belong it there. It doesn't belong there. That's it right. It doesn't fit in that cup. That's right. And so I had to stop. And yes, even in our ignorance, often when we're asking God for something, and I'm not calling anybody ignorant, no. don't write it in or type in or send us a <laughs> message that you call me ignorant. No, what I'm saying is in our spiritual ignorance, mm -hmm. we often don't realize that what we're asking God for is actually what we really need. Mm -hmm. So good. I would suggest that those of you that are asking God for a breakthrough, you don't want breakthrough, you just want a break, ask God, what does that mean? What does that mean for me? That's right. What does having a break really mean for me? It may mean you need a break away from a 
demonic relationship. Wow. It may mean you need a break away from negative thought processes. It may mean you need a break away from um, self-imposed depression. Yes. Because we can do that. We now, can do I don't, that. I don't take depression lightly. Um, I can suffer from depression. I don't take it lightly, but I and I do believe that if you are suffering from depression, you need to get clinical That's assistance. Right. That's right. However, there I should say maybe self-imposed pity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we need a break away from self-imposed pity or That's a right. break away from self-imposed diminished capacity. That's, That's right. That's right. And God wants to give us a break. That's right, because God you don't you, you don't want to make yourself out to be a victim when mm. there's truly areas in your life where you've been victimized. Mm. You know, God wants to work on those areas, but yet you have these other areas that you've created. Mm-hmm. And that's I not, like that. That's I like good. that. That's that's a whole nother podcast. We have to write. That's a whole <laughs> from victim to victorious. Ooh, I, don't I know. like that's that. I like a whole that. nother podcast we have to look at doing. But just know that. The Lord recognizes, yes, you do need a break. Yes. But you got to ask him through the Holy Spirit, what do you really need a break from? That's good. Marcus, any last thoughts? You know, this has been so good and everything's been hitting on all cylinders. Uh, Let's go ahead and open that door. You know which door I'm talking about. I know which door you're talking about. If you at this moment are wondering whether or not you're going to be able to experience breakthrough or experience a break and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we take an opportunity here on the Prophet's Voice podcast to make sure that you're able to. I know that it can get difficult, but it is something when it's difficult and there's nobody that you know has your back, nobody that you know is standing with you and nobody that you know that can tell you all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. There's greatness in you. God wants you to be a part of the family. He wants you to be a kingdom citizen. He does not want you to perish. And guess what? You can perish. However, there is a way out. Yes, it is. There is a way of escape. So tonight, if you are interested in accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've been dealing with an onslaught and dealing with all kinds of wondering what's going on and and and, and not clear and sure as to how you're going to make it through, I want to offer you Jesus Christ. I want you to know he'll help you make it. Yes, he will. I want you to know the Holy Spirit is a guide and instructor and that God is our Father and you can holler at Abba Father and without a doubt, he's going to show That's up. That's right. And so if you just pray this prayer with me, Father, I recognize that I'm a sinner, that I've come short of all of the things, good blessings and things that you had originally planned for me. So tonight I want to open my heart to you. I want to welcome you into my heart. I welcome you into my heart as my Savior, and I welcome you into my life as my Lord. I give my life to you. I want to be a part of your kingdom. And I want to live with you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want you to know just like that, just like that, just like that, Just like that. Just like that. You have become a kingdom citizen and Jesus Christ is there for you. Yes. I tell you, there's grace, mercy, and favor that you've never, ever experienced. I'm not telling you this walk's going to be easy. If you're listening to our podcast, you know it ain't. And we've been in this, we've been on this rodeo for a good little while. Mm-hmm. But what I can tell you 
is that if you're on the horse and the horse is bucking, you can stay on the horse if you got the right saddle. Mm. You can stay on the horse if you've got the if you're holding on to the right uh uh, uh bit or handle. You can stay on the horse when it bucks. That's right. Um, until the horse stops bucking, <laughs> and I promise you that saddle. I know that's a little weird for some of y'all. It's kind of weird for me. That saddle is Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can stay on life. That's you can right. stay on life that's knowing. Right that you're seated in the right saddle. That's right. Because he is seated in heavenly places. Yes. Making intercession for us. That's right. And so we are excited again. This is the Prophet's Voice Podcast. I'm Elder Gwen Cohen and my amazing co-host, I tell you, the brother is on fire, oh, is Marcus Mooney from Ope Media Productions. And of course, I can't leave without saying, y'all, you know I got butter on my toes. That's right. In the presence of Elder the Elliot man is Cohen, here. he's in the house. Um, y'all know he's called the legend. He has a cap that says the legend has retired. Rightfully so. And so, yes, he's reminding me that I need to let you know about the website. That's See? right. www.theprophetsvoice.net. I'm going to say it again. www.theprophetsvoice.net. Let me say this to you. If you will go to the website, you will discover that there is a free gift for you. If you scroll down all the way, there's a free gift for you. It is a journal and four videos where I teach unexpected seasons of a woman's life. And then you can also RSVP for our free Power, the Power of Purpose Masterclass. We just finished one in October, had an excellent class, excellent time. You'd be surprised the power of your purpose. I'm offering one November 1st through the 3rd, and you'll see there's several other dates on the website. Those thing, items are free. Yes. On our website. Can yes. I say it again? Those items are free. Free 99. Offer those to you because we know that God really does have a word for you. That's so on right. behalf of the prophet's voice, myself and um, <laughs> my friend, uh, Marcus <laughs> Mooney, man, I tell you some of the things he said mess us up. And Elder Elliot Cohen, we love you. And until next time, know that we're about the business of bringing your purpose to life here at The Prophet's Voice.